Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Former President Donald Trump tightened his grip on the GOP presidential nomination. He beat challenger Nikki Haley in the New Hampshire primary yesterday by a count of 55 to 43 percent. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. You know, Coach used to say something that would fire us up when we were behind. Loser! You're a loser! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I'm not going to spend too much time on Donald Trump's uh, cognitive disorders. He tried to say that Nikki Haley did not allow the National Guard to come, but it was Nancy Pelosi. It wasn't nobody. It was Joe. Yeah, yeah, there it is! There it is! If I were Biden, I would, I would stay hidden. Quick, you gotta hide me from PBS. Their bloodthirsty pursuit is made possible by a grant from the Chump Group. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you'd like to join us, the number, as always, is 844 It's the day after the New Hampshire primary. As you know now, uh, Donald Trump won with 54% of the vote. Nikki Haley uh, did, did somewhat better than the tracking polls had suggested she was going to do because uh, there were more independents, so-called, voting in New Hampshire yesterday than there were registered Republicans and it's again it's not a it's it's not voter fraud it's uh, it's the law in uh, in, a, in a state with uh, open primaries and, and I think a majority of states have similar similar uh, rules laws governing primaries some states are are still closed like Florida for instance you have to be a member of the party but most a lot of states let's put it that way are open and uh, Nikki Haley is saying, well, she didn't do that great. Well, she's saying she did do that great. She won, actually, according to her. She ought to go down to the, to the uh, lottery today and just, uh, you know, bring in a couple of losing tickets and say, hey, I won. She, this is two weeks in a row. She, last week she finished third, spent $37 million and finished third in Iowa. She won. This, this last night she spent $31 million in New Hampshire. We did the math, actually, $224 per vote, and uh, she won. She won. She, she lost by more than uh, 10 percentage points, but she won. So she continues on, and uh, just, uh, you know, this is, a good, this is a good career move for her. She can still keep raising money from the, uh, the rhinos, the mega donors. She can get, uh, she can get uh, treated as, uh, you know, what did Trump call uh, Fox News bird brain channel now? Wall Street Journal says she ought to continue because Trump faces a treacherous, their word, treacherous legal road going forward. Meanwhile, Trump, uh, Trump was conducting what I, I, what I look at as uh, auditions last night for his vice presidential candidates. He, uh, he gave uh, Senator Tim Scott and uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, uh, two candidates who dropped out and endorsed him, he gave them uh, brief moments in the, in the spotlight uh, last last night uh, be, while he was delivering his victory speech brought him up on stage let him uh, let him speak and uh, 
I just want to I just want to play a couple of these cuts. I, I think uh, you know I think Tim Scott is probably a, more of a favorite to get the the nod than uh, than Vivek, but I think there's no question Vivek was was better that he's a lot sharper. At, uh, and, and I don't even know if it really matters that much. They do the vice presidential candidates do one debate, but Vivek was really sharp last night. And uh, this is this is and, and again, I guess it helps that he really, really doesn't like Nikki Haley. But this is what he had to say uh, in New Hampshire last night at the uh, Trump victory speech. Cut twenty. USA and Donald Trump, America first. Now I got I got thirty seconds left. I want to make this point here. Okay. We got to say this. We got to say this right. What we see right now with her continuing in this race is the ugly underbelly of American politics, where the mega donors are trying to do one thing when we the people say another. And it's up to us to we the people to at long last say, hell no, we the people create a government that is accountable to us. And we the people have said tonight we want again, as we did in Iowa, Donald J. Trump. And so you want to actually speak truth. That's the truth tonight. And the only thing they're rooting for is an ugly thing that we don't want to see happen. That's what these people are rooting for, is playing to say long enough so the Reed Hoffmans and the ugly Democratic George Soros Juniors who are funding the lawsuits against Trump can prop up their puppet. We say no to that vision. I say the general election begins tonight, and this man will win it in a landslide. God bless you, Donald J. Trump. Vote Trump USA. Reminded of the words of William Shakespeare and Julius Caesar, Jan, C- Jan Cassius has a lean and hungry look, and uh, that's what I get from Vivek. I I don't know that Trump wants a guy that 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 has that lean and hungry a look. On the other hand, you have Tim Scott here. Now this is Tim Scott. He's a very nice fellow, and he's a nice man, and uh, you know he's with Trump, and he he seems to be a very affable fellow. Now he's engaged at the age of fifty-eight, but this is. It's a little different level of of electricity. Cut 21. Hey, Tim, do you want to say something? Come on. Come on. I want him to say something. New Hampshire. The president said a double-digit win in New Hampshire, and you delivered a double-digit win for President Trump. But I'm going to invite you to my home state starting tomorrow where this election is over. It is time for the Republican Party to coalesce around our nominee and the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. Let's get that party started tonight. 844-500-4242. Donald Trump got 170,000 votes. Nikki Haley got about 134,000 votes. Brandon, Joe Biden, got about 60,000 votes, write-in votes. And, it was, and again, I, I repeat, it was amazing how quickly they could count those votes. They, they declared Biden the winner before they declared Trump the winner. Remember in 2020, oh, they had to stop counting in, uh, in Fulton County and in, in Wayne County and in, in Philadelphia and... and you know, in Milwaukee, because they it takes so long to count those votes, and these are just those are just machine ballots. It took days, weeks to count them. New Hampshire last night again. I know they didn't have a lot of Democrat write-in votes, but they counted everything in like 15 minutes. They were and they weren't even stickers; they were write-ins. 
What's his name again? I'm voting for Johnson? Carter? They, they, they had no idea who they were voting for. They just, they, Eddie, they just pushed it through. 844-500-4242. Uh, Greg, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Greg. Hi, Howie. How you doing? Good. Hey, um, Biden got 62,431. And you need to, you need to help me understand this. When a, when he calls our state, um, not diverse enough, isn't right. that undercover for, um, racist? Yes, it is. And, and wouldn't, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be offended if somebody called you racist? Yes, I would. I am when people do that. Yes, so of I course. Can't, I can't understand why he would get that many votes. Well, here's another thing. Even though he won, it doesn't really matter because none of the votes uh, count last night from the Democratic side because they're not going to get delegates. The, D- the DNC announced that going in. That's why they sent the, the letter out saying that the vote in the primary was meaningless. And then when the attorney general of New Hampshire said cease and desist, that's a, that's voter suppression, they decided to send in all these surrogates from the cabinet and from uh, the elected officials down in Massachusetts to uh, to campaign. So they for for a primary that had no delegates at stake, and they, that had, as you say, based they had basically said was racist. I mean, I mean it's it's yeah. it's the Biden administration in microcosm. You know, they can screw up the big things. And they can screw up the little things, like the Democrat primary in New Hampshire. Anything they touch, they have the reverse Midas touch. Anything Brandon at all touch turns to excrement, if you know what that, if you know what, I'm saying it in a fancy way, but you know what I mean. Thanks for the call, Greg. 844-500-4242. Ron, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ron. Hey, Howie, how's it going? Good. Uh, by the way, Happy New Year and belated Happy Birthday. Thank you. Um, yes, I'm just re whatever you say that, uh, you and uh, uh, Grace was talking about Social Security. Yes. About Haley going from 65 to 75. Yes. One quick thing. There was a guy that I worked with years ago. He says, for every year you wait, Beyond 62, you have to wait two years to get it back. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a, uh, it, it's a, it's a gamble not to, uh, not to take it immediately. You know, uh, they, when, when, the, when they started Social Security back in the uh, late 1930s, it, it was six, the, the, the date you could collect, you had to be age 65. The average American in 1939 lived to be 59 years old. So the vast majority of people in the country weren't even collecting a dime. And, you know, then they, uh, they, then it became, then they moved it, uh, they, they moved it down to 62 from 65, but then they realized that the, the system was going broke, so they've been moving it, they've been trying to move it up slowly since then. But it, that's, a, that's a non-starter going to uh, 75 or 77. That's just been, it's been suggested sometimes, but there were nobody, nobody's serious about that anymore. Thanks for the call. Uh, thanks for the call there, Ron. 844-500-4242.
I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first in this new year, 2024. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to become as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. So make your health a priority in the new year. Call the only dentist I'll go to, and he's got the best office I've ever seen, too. Best dental hygienist, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. Want more from The Howie Car Show? Yes, always. Watch Howie live at rumble.com slash The Howie Car Show. He's not just another pretty face. He's an extraordinarily good-looking man. He's Howie Carr. There's a little bit of a bromance going on there. You're listening to The Howie Car Show. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. One of the texters is saying, "How many Democrats crossed over?" Well, the thing, according to the MSNBC exit polls, eight percent of the people voting were Democrats. But that can't be right because actually the law in New Hampshire, registered Democrats anyway, the law in New Hampshire was if you didn't re-register from Democrat to unenrolled or Republican uh, by October sixth. You couldn't register. So if you had a, if you were Democrat yesterday, you couldn't vote in the Republican primary. If you were independent, you could. And those are the pe- those are the people who who voted in large numbers and kept kept Nikki sort of in the in the game, but not not really. I mean, she uh, again, Trump got more votes than uh, any anybody else in uh, electoral history of New Hampshire primaries, one hundred and seventy thousand plus. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. Right now you can stay at the Nauset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view two queen-size bed room, go to nossetbeachinn.com. That's nossetbeachinn.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what's the number one issue in the 2024 election? The economy, illegal aliens, climate change, or Biden's senility? I'm going to say illegal aliens. 83% say illegal aliens. 13% say the economy. 4% say Biden's senility. Nobody says climate change. Still nobody? Wow. We seldom get zero, especially for two hours. Nobody cares about climate change. Don't you listen to John Kerry? Okay. I, I want to give you an example of uh, the kind of quote-unquote independent who was voting for Nikki Haley yesterday. Uh, this was a MSNBC was doing man-in-the-street interviews. She, they, they interviewed some old granny who said, I, I'm, I want to keep the constitutional democracy. 
So she's voting for the uh, the, the people who want to uh, throw throw the leading candidate for president off the ballot. That's how they have to. They're going to have to destroy democracy to to save democracy. That's their theory. But again, she's probably a New York Times reader, MSNBC viewer. But this this other guy, this is a Christian Smith. He's a he's a nice young man. I'm sure. I don't know what he looks like. Probably a probably a little goatee, kind of squirrely looking. Don't think he. Don't think he's got a lot of calluses on his hands. But this is what this is why he voted for Nikki Haley. Cut twenty two. Christian, who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy, or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And Christian is emblematic of so many conversations that I've had here throughout the day. Rachel? I'll bet, I'll bet Alex, Christian, Trump thank you very much. Too. Appreciate it's, it. It's good his, to have that's that. That's another one of his contributions to democracy, just like the uh, no-nonsense granny that, that was also interviewed. I should have, you know what, Taylor, I should have put bodily autonomy on the, uh, <laughs> on as a poll question, what was the number one issue? Bodily. Not break news for you, that also would have gotten zero. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. 844-500-40. Unless people thought it meant vaccines. <laughs> I don't think, I'm pretty sure that's what Christian didn't mean. I'm pretty sure Christian, who supports bodily autonomy when it comes to killing your unborn child, is 100% opposed to bodily autonomy when it comes to taking a jab that may kill you down the road. I, I, that's just a guess. That's a hunch. I got a hunch. I'd bet a bunch. Uh, Randall, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Randall. Hi, Howie. I listen every single day. Thank you. I drive home from work. I listen to you every day. It's great. Um, I voted. I'm an undeclared voter. I grew up in a, in a staunch Republican family in New Hampshire. Um, I just kind of registered that way to leave my options open. So when I went to the polls yesterday, I got a Republican primary ballot, did my voting, and I voted for the big guy. And uh, the real big guy, not the not the little ones in the White House now, <laughs> not and, the guy who uh, gets money from the uh, from Biden's uh, rakeoffs, from Hunter's rakeoffs. Right. So, so then I I slid my ballot in the machine, and the guy there running the machine, you know, standing by the machine, said, uh, "If you're undeclared, you have to go there and sign to be to still be undeclared for the next one because the right. people who check you in put me in as a Republican." Correct. So I went to the. I went to the table, found my name in the pile, signed my name, and as I got as I started to get done, the last question was, "Which ballot did you take today?" And I thought that was such an interesting thing that they were monitoring what ballots the undeclared people picked up. So somewhere there's a statistic that says that that so many undeclares picked up a Republican ballot or right. I don't think anybody picked up a Democratic ballot where I live in, in you know in New Hampshire um, but I just thought it was an interesting uh, an interesting twist on well I mean look at how look at how tiny the uh, the Democrat turnout was compared to the Republican turnout Biden won with 50,000 votes Trump won with a hundred over 170,000 thanks for the call Randall I'm Howie Carr 
Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. That's the number if you'd like to join us here. It's the day after the New Hampshire primary. And uh, Joe Biden today was at a uh, United Auto Workers conference. No, not in Detroit or Ohio. In Washington, D.C. He doesn't, he doesn't like to stray far from, uh, from the, the, rest, the rest home. Uh, but he, well, we have some cuts from it. It was it was about what you would expect from uh, from dementia Joe. But joining us now to talk about uh, what happened in New Hampshire and the road forward for uh, for Donald Trump and for or as or as Biden called him today, Donald Trump. No, that's in fact when Donald Trump was in office, Donald Donald Tr- Trump, not to be confused with Donald Hump, which is what he's also said in the past, but. Uh, t- the path forward for uh, Donald Trump and uh, Nikki Haley uh, is uh, Jeff Webb. He is the uh, publisher of uh, Human Events, that uh, venerable uh, conservative website, Ronald Reagan's favorite magazine, and also the Post Millennial, which you're probably more familiar with nowadays. Uh, Jeff, how long can Nikki Haley, uh, thanks for being with us, and how long can uh, Nikki Haley last now, do you think? Hey, hey, great to be back with you. I don't, I mean, she should last one more day. That's what she should be doing, or maybe today. But I don't know. She's got money, uh, and I just, uh, it's hard to even understand um, kind of where she's coming from. I mean, she's got to be on this kind of ego trip. I mean, look, she has, um, she is the last challenger standing. So uh, no matter what you think, you got to kind of give her that. Um, But again, right right now, I think. that she should be required publicly, especially to, to the Republican base, to explain her vision of what her path forward really is to win. Because uh, what Trump was saying yesterday and what other people are saying as well is that, you know, th- there's money being spent, there are resources being, uh, being used that are going to be needed to defeat uh, Biden. And those are being used in the primary. And um, I, again, if, if she thinks the polls in South Carolina, are, are drastically off and she's going to somehow, you know, have this incredible showing there. Well, then let's, let's hear why. But I think everybody, everybody's at the point now where, okay, we see it. Congratulations. Uh, you know, you've made a name for yourself. You've maybe got a more of a political future, but uh, what you're doing right now is beginning to harm the entire movement. Yeah. And, and you know, there's uh, been there's speculation that she wants to she wants to get into no labels. That group that's uh, you know Joe Lieberman, uh, Larry Hogan, uh, Joe Manchin has been flirting with them. But she's she's already on the record as saying she's not interested in that. Although I don't really take her at a word when she says that. She spent 37 million in Iowa, 31 million right. in New Hampshire, and what has she got to show for it? Let me read you something from the New York Times. I mean, and the New York Times would would like to keep her in as long as possible. It's an organ of the Democrat Party. But they they even acknowledge the reality. This is from their paper this morning. Tuesday night's results showed that the time is coming to sit Shiva, have a wake, for the Republican Party of the Bushes, Cheneys, and Romneys. And the donor class that once played an outsized role in shaping the party is now a desperate group of bystanders. A desperate group of bystanders. That's tough. One more paragraph. For Ms. Haley, the former South Carolina governor, it was a disappointing finish in a state she had poured considerable resources into carrying. 
Her efforts to cobble together a coalition of independents and anti-Trump Republicans with support from the state's popular governor were no match for Mr. Trump's legions of loyalists. So yeah, there it is. The New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> the New York Times. Well, there it is. And by the way, I think it's true. I mean, I think I think that's exactly what's happening. And uh, I, I don't see how it's going to be turned around. I think Nikki, Nikki Haley's only I mean, it, it could be that her, her only uh, reason to be staying in is she's thinking somehow the Trump is going to be disqualified. And it, there's no other logical reason for her to stay in. Because I think that she's now beginning, she's crossed that line where she's beginning to harm her political future rather than help it. You know, to this point, she's, she's, she's garnered uh, increased name recognition. Uh, she's had a pretty good showing. You know, you got to give her some credit. But I think she's at the point now where people are saying, just about everybody is saying enough. This is as good as you're going to do. You're not going to win. So now you're beginning to harm the party and our potential nominee and the movement. So I, if she goes to South Carolina and gets really ripped there by Trump, I've heard people say it's like political suicide. Where, where did she go with her career from there? In her own state and, and, and Trump. I, th- I think, though, she's kind of she's kind of orphaned happen. in South Carolina, like like Sununu. Right. I mean, they, they are kind of soulmates. I mean, Sununu, they, the New York Times said he's popular, and he, he did get elected four times. But he I don't think he could get elected this year. He's pretty unpopular with the Republican base, and I don't think she's that well-liked in, uh, in South Carolina by the Republican base. I mean, look, uh, Trump brought all the top people in the Republican Party in South Carolina up to New Hampshire last weekend. They're all with him. He she doesn't have anybody like above the level of a state senator, on uh, you know no, that's campaigning for her. And if you really talk to the people who uh, have spent their uh, you know a lot of time or their lives in uh, the political area in South Carolina, they'll tell you she's had a lot of uh, she has a lot of enemies, a lot of people who really don't think that highly of her. Uh, but again, she she's made it this far. But the, the question has to be asked: Why? What next? What are you going to accomplish? What is the result going to be as far as the actual race and the Republican side? Yeah, you know, and, and Trump last night made a good point, I thought, in the in the speech when he said, you know, they're saying, well, you know, she's well, she's better liked among uh, independents and among the, uh, the the state-run media. But, you know, as he pointed out, they'll turn on her in an instant if she ever were to become the nominee, just like they turned on uh, Mitt Romney. Remember, they accused him of being a bully and all, everything in the world. They had John McCain. John, they wrote, they loved writing on the Straight Talk Express when he was running against more conservatives. But as soon as he got the nomination, they said they caught they started calling it instead of the Straight Talk Express, the Straight Jacket Express. And they they said he was insane. And he was sleeping with these lobbyists. They had no proof on it, but they just said it. They had to settle out of court, the New York Times. But the the same thing is going to happen to her. And he was just, you know, she got she got dusted up with that Daily Mail story, bringing up the uh, the the alleged boyfriends that she had, which everybody knew about in politics. But can you imagine that that would that would be wall to wall if she were ever the nominee? I, I think you're right. She hasn't really been vetted by the national media and they don't they don't want to. Uh, they 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 are they are obviously for her. They want her to be successful. They want her to to either knock to knock Trump out of the race or certainly damage him to some extent. And you know they're they're getting some of that now. 
but I'm, I, I think you're right. If she somehow got the nomination, the, the amount of scrutiny, and uh, it, it would just be incredible. I don't know how she stands up to that. Yeah, and and yeah, I don't, I don't think she uh, she has kind she she has sort of a thin skin too. She didn't she didn't handle the uh, the the hecklers, and a lot of them were just joking around with her, asking her to marry him, and so they were still going to vote for Trump. And she got kind of angry. I mean, she you, you gotta you gotta have a you gotta have a very thick skin to uh, to be especially on on the Republican side these days. And I'm not sure she has it. And uh, I I don't know. She's she 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 served a purpose. Stand a good sense of humor. Yeah. 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 She's <laughs> and then she was playing the victim card. She she was she started to uh, you know oh she was a brown girl she suffered discrimination oh come on we we we're, we're tired everybody's tired of that uh, they you know some people uh, you know tolerate it a little better than others but no nobody wants to hear about how uh, how tough you had it and you know she she doesn't see and the people. I don't understand, you know, she doesn't seem to be that popular with people she's helped. She she endorsed Marco Rubio when he was running for president in 2016 when he was an underdog. He went with Trump. She actually appointed Tim Scott to the U.S. Senate when he was kind of an obscure congressman when Jim DeMint quit, and, and he endorsed Trump. I, you know, where are, where are her friends in politics? Yeah, well, I think you're exactly right, and, and you would think that those kinds of uh, those kinds of moves and commitments on her part, you think, would create a lot, a lot of loyalty, and it's certainly not there. Uh, there's got to be something. I mean, look, these people are going to do what's best for them. There's no doubt about it, and we can all remember how rough Trump was on Rubio. But um, I think that um, you know, I, I think you're right. There's just the kinds of people who she would need to her elected are not lining up behind her. The people that are just trying to create a diversion or trying to damage Trump, trying to damage the, the kind of the Republican movement, those 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 are the people that are aligned with her now. And uh, I, I think that 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 kind of alignment is pretty is pretty shallow. Yeah. And uh, the, the next stop, as Trump pointed out, is Nevada. She's not even she's not even contesting the next state. <laughs> and then South Carolina. And then South Carolina, which looks not good for her now. So that's why I was saying early on, let's hear you tell us about mm-hmm. the past. What do you know that we don't see? Uh, yeah. Well, and, and then, the fact that well, you've got money behind you've got money behind you. Okay. But but what what do you what is the path? Because otherwise, you know, you, you, we don't need you doing what you're doing. I think she said there's. I think I think the only the only rationale she has is well. There are, there are going to be 10 states on Super Tuesday after, you know, after I lose Nevada and South Carolina. And of those 10 or 12 states, half of them have open primaries. Well, guess what? New Hampshire had an open primary, and you just got your clock cleaned in New Hampshire. <laughs> right. So what makes exactly. you think you're going to do better on March 5th than you did on uh, January 23rd? And I haven't heard her name one of those states that she thinks she's going to really do well in either of you. No, she specifically. Yeah, no, she she might do New Hampshire numbers in Massachusetts, maybe. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. she has an organization in Massachusetts. So I mean, where again? That's another thing. Who who is uh, what's what's her ground game in any of these states? Trump Trump has a built-in uh, MAGA ground game everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Well, and, you know, we haven't even talked about contrasting, uh, you know, kind of where she is right now compared to what DeSantis has done, what Tim Scott uh, did. I mean, that, you know, they look much more – they look, you know, like the, the, they're magnanimous, that they're realists, that they're they're loyal to, uh, you know, to, to, yeah. to the party and to the to the grassroots. They're, they're accumulating political capital for the future. I think she's at the point where she's going to start leaking that capital. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is, you know, again, she's counting on they, her supporters are saying this. Well, what if something happens? The Wall Street Journal says he fa- Trump faces a treacherous, their word, treacherous legal road. But if, if something does happen and he's somehow in one way or another taken off the board, the Trump people at this point aren't going to go to Nikki Haley. It's going to it's going to be a, a free for all, just like if Biden suddenly drops out. It, it, it's not going to I don't think everything is going to drop to Kamala Harris. There's going to be a, there's going to be all kinds of people getting into the race. You know, Pritzker, uh, Whitmer, Newsom, bunch of people, I would think. Yeah, that'd be fun to watch, right? Yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> Jeff Webb, uh, thank you. Thank you for being with us. You're from the uh, Post Millennial. It's a great site and uh, also human events. Thank Where you. can people go to uh, follow you uh, on uh, social media, Jeff Webb? Uh, HumanEvents.com. HumanEvents.com. Again, Ronald Reagan's favorite uh, favorite publication, and I'm sure he would still love it today. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff Webb, for being with us here on the Howie Carr Show. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Wait, no, that's not quite true. The way to a man's heart is through his pillow. Get your loved one something special from my pillow for Valentine's Day. There's a sweetest candy deal for you right now with my pillow's incredible Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases only $9.98 and a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Don't let love hurt. Get your loved one the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets today by going to MyPillow.com or by calling 800-658-4965, code Howie. Don't just take my word for it. If you don't love it, you can always return it with MyPillow's 60-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com and don't forget to use the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. Howie Carr is back. 844-500-4242. Here's, here's Trump uh, talking about her. Uh, he, she came out before Trump. And, you know, usually you come out to concede. But she came out to basically claim victory, even though the race had already been called for, uh, for Trump. And so... <laughs> So Trump, I, I mean, I, I think he had every right to call her out on her uh, her disingenuous uh, speech. Cut 18. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. 
And I looked around, I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. <laughs> he, he went on about the upcoming caucuses in Nevada where she's MIA, cut 19. I did hear Nikki say, and now it's off to South Carolina. Well, I love South Carolina. I, I love it. But, you know, she forgot one thing. She forgot one thing. Next week, it's Nevada. Next week, it's Nevada. It's not South Carolina. We love South Carolina, but next week, it's Nevada. And I'm pleased to announce we just won Nevada. We just won 100%. Because all of them, they looked at it, and they took polls, and I was polling at 95% to 4 or 5%, and they decided not to play in Nevada. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Barbara, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Barbara. Thank you for taking my call, Howie, um, and thank you for having um, President Trump on last night before the New, New Hampshire primary uh, polls closed. Oh, my pleasure. Um, I love having him on. Oh my God, it, it was so great to hear him, and I think I speak for a number of us who are just sick and tired of the hold your nose and vote for the Nikki Haley's of the world. We're tired of them. We're tired of the Mitch McConnell's. We're tired of the Paul Ryan's, the Judd Gregg's, the Sununu's, the Bush's, the Mitt Romney's, all the way down the line. Donald Trump has Don't exposed for us. Don't forget the Cheney's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donald Trump has exposed for us the Republican Party that we all love. And um, I think that's why... Many of us solidify behind him, and um, I just hope people will remember this. Um, I I feel very sad for Nikki Haley. She's being used incredibly because oh she's she's gonna she's gonna profit handsomely from this, uh, Barbara. Don't don't feel sorry for her. She's she's made a conscious decision to uh, to to lay down with dogs. She doesn't care about the fleas. She's gonna pick up because she's gonna pick up a lot of greenbacks. This is the last paragraph of the New York Times story about her. New Hampshire Republicans rejected Ms. Haley in her attempt to revive the old guard. Again, the New York Times is writing this. She insists her campaign is alive and well marching to South Carolina, but the wing of the party she represents will come out of New Hampshire on life support. Life support. 844-500-4242. I'll let her have the last comment of the hour, though. Nikki Haley, contradicting the New York Times, cut 17. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. It's not over. I'm not dead yet. Put the Monty Python well, night. I have news for all of them. Oh, New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not Come back the last. Here. I'm Howard Gardner.